Welcome to Crumpets and Kerosene, a 5th edition actual play D&D podcast. I am your limited edition Christmas special DM host, Lee Baldwin. And around the table, we've got a full table tonight. It's very exciting. Everyone's here. We have our newest player, or um, our newest character, I should say. We got Kanat over here with Kelly. Uh, Kanat, what would be Kanat's favorite character? Christmas movie. Oh, Kanat's favorite Christmas movie. Mm. Die Hard? Yeah, it's got to be Die Hard. You I wait mean, your turn, Jason. <laughs> I mean, Die Hard is uh, the DM favorite and Kanat's. Unfortunately, we're the same person, so we enjoy the same things together. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Die Hard's a good choice, a good solid choice. It yeah. uh, definitely breaks up the monotony of the the Christmas stuff and just happens bad. to take place on Christmas. <laughs> it's too bad the hero gets thrown off the building at the end. <sighs> uh-huh. <laughs> All right. What about uh, Jason? You seem pretty excited. So uh, what, what what is Jason's favorite Christmas movie? Gremlins. Gremlins. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I love that. It's, it's all very good. Okay. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, any particular reason, or he just loves everything about it? Uh, it's just crazy and campy and perfect Spielberg. Good stuff. It's been a while since I watched that. How about uh, Seth? How about Merle? What's what's he like to watch this time of year? Uh, Merle is definitely a fan of It's a Wonderful Life, um, and and Jimmy Stewart in general. Classic American classic. television, classic American yeah. cinema, um, and he really enjoys the uh, the bar scene. Like, hey, listen, fella, we serve strong drinks for guys who want to get drunk quick. We don't need you <laughs> classing up the place. Or giving the place character, I think. Loves that film. Yeah. yeah so, originally... a... Sorry? I was going to say, originally that wasn't a Christmas movie. Uh, and then they showed it enough that now it's a cult classic. Right. Yeah, it's one of those things. You just watch it on Christmas. Considering he says at the end, you know, Merry Christmas. They added that. That's all you need for it to be a Christmas movie. If someone has to mention Christmas briefly in passing. Exactly. <laughs> all right, what about Sophia? What kind of what? creepy stuff? Probably, not, let me guess, Night Before Christmas. I was thinking that, but I think it's got to be Black Christmas, the 1974 original version. Oh, oh I don't think I've seen this. That sounds cool, though. It's actually really good. It's about a bunch That's of sorority one. girls who get stalked by a stranger. Yes. Slows so it's like a horror? One by one. Oh, yes. That sounds cool. Original Christmas horror movies are always really fun. Oh, I haven't yeah. actually seen Krampus yet. The, the the one that came out a few years ago, but I've heard like amazing things about it's it. It's really good, actually. Yeah. I just never got oh. around to it. I think I'm going to rewatch that this year. I think we have it on DVD somewhere. I was expecting Sophia to say the cauldron or the. The black cauldron is not a Christmas not movie. The cauldron, no, the conjuring. <laughs> But I fucked it up. Anyway, Conjuring is not a Christmas. Christmas. I know, but you're evil. So I'll cut this. Oh, yeah, just... <laughs> the Exorcist is a Christmas. Just because she's a witch child doesn't mean she's evil. <laughs> anyway. What is right. the very thing? What's your favorite Christmas movie? Me? Uh, so mine is uh, I like to watch Fox and the Hound. It's not a traditional Christmas oh, movie, yeah. but I watched cool. it since I was a little kid. 
Yeah, uh, every Christmas. My my anymore. Nana had like a really bad, like illegally recorded VHS of it. So nice. the beginning of it's like all wonky, but we'd watch it every year. Excellent. And she cut out the commercials. And um uh but I would say uh Laura's favorite Christmas movie is probably hmm to think about that. I the first one that comes to mind is the the Jim Carrey Grinch. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just like a really good comedy. And it's like really fun, and it's a little bit different than the other Christmas movies. That's a good so. time. Yeah, I get cool. Yeah, she seems watch. like someone that just wants to watch something funny on Christmas. So, Merle can't watch Fox Hound. It makes him cry. Definitely Merle. It makes Fox me cry, Fox but I watch it Definitely every Merle. year. <laughs> <sighs> All right, fun. so let's get started. You guys uh, enter into a room that has some really simple cots lined up against the walls. And there is a sort of uh, dresser that appears to be separated into like three different compartments. It looks like this might have been a sort of guard shack, um, somewhere where people could rest uh, while watching the bridge. Uh, There's a couple trunks in the room and you see that there is a smaller tunnel that leads on uh, to your right in this room. But you have come upon a small guard shack, and there's like a, a little crackling fire in the corner. I'm going to pull out my 10 foot pole and start poking furniture. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, you poke a bed, and, and the feet screech across the floor. That's it. <laughs> Nothing happens. You, listen, you never know. You never know what's a mimic. <clears throat> right? No, you never do, do you? Uh, yeah, uh, you poke around. Uh, you want to make perception checks? I'd like to perceive oh, if there's treasure in those chunks. Those trunks. If you want to in- investigate a trunk, you can make me an investigation check. Yes. Uh, I, for an investigation, got a natural 20 plus 1, so 21. With a natural 20. Wow. Okay, what are you investigating? The entire, like the couch cushions and all that jazz. <laughs> The okay. furniture. Why are they so in... Oh, man. Okay, you so put a roll stuff me... in it and they're like, it's furniture. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Uh, roll me a D100. Oh. 84. I found an awesome scroll in a furniture one. Yeah, you went That's back true. in time and then who knows what's going to happen later. Kind of really hot okay wit. so when you are looking in a cushion or not a cushion uh in one of the lockers you find uh there is a rolled up painting inside of it it has a, a picture of a goblin that is surrounded by a bunch of like coins and it's kind of a crappy painting, but you can tell that it was commissioned by someone who was not a goblin. And uh, he's just like holding these handfuls of coins. I mean, like, ah, ha, ha, ha. I run over to Sophia. Look, I got you a Christmas present. And I open it up in front of her. Is this like a racist picture of a goblin? Oh, no, no, he's just like super happy. He's surrounded oh, by okay. his treasures. Yeah. yeah, when you said it was commissioned by someone who wasn't a goblin, I thought it was like oh, no. a goblin <laughs> no, stereotype. <laughs> no, no, he's, uh, y- you can tell that this was, uh, um, a person 
um, that perhaps uh, was very proud of a job that he got done and used some of his money to get a picture of himself. Oh, that's adorable. Oh, okay. That's, that's really sweet. You should really be hanging that on a wall. I roll it back up and go, here you go, Merry Christmas, yay! Oh, thank you for this adorable goblin painting. That's probably the one we murdered. Oh, Vincent. Uh, do you want to roll to see how much it's worth? Uh, yeah, sure. Well, if you gave it to uh, her, so it would Sophia, be Sophia. Yeah, be yep. I'm not going to roll to see how much it's worth because it's beautiful and I don't need to put a monetary value on it. Hell Very yeah. Good. And it's also, it's a forever. really rude thing to do when someone gives you a present. <laughs> Just right away. Well, if you're glancing at it, you might at the top of your head. But if you're not concerned with that, then you won't. I'm so. not. Pretend okay. someone jewelry, I bite it, you know, just to be sure. Now what are we Does... doing, Uncle Merle? Is, My uh, perception what are ev- was I was going to say, what's everyone else? Oh, no. Um, there yeah. are beds here. <laughs> My... My perception check was a 13 plus 7, so a dirty 20. <laughs> Brent's like, there's no goblets. And I was going for the Mine was a dirty 2. Like, what's in the trunks is what I was thinking. Okay, so um, if you're investigating one particular thing, that's going to be investigation, not perception. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, then it's a 13. 13. Okay, cool. My passive perception is a Uh Roll me a D100. Ooh. D100. And I need the other half, half of it. Which is there. I need to Holy shit. 91. 91. Yes, ma'am. Um... You find in this chest there is a bunch of sort of scraps. There's like some moldy cheese, some bits of like different kinds of hide. Throwing them over and, my shoulder. As I yeah, <laughs> like a blanket. There's some scraps of paper with like different colored of ink. And then you find at the bottom, uh, wrapped up in some cloth, is a platinum key. Ooh. It's really intricately designed and it has some like elvish letters on it. Can I make an arcana check to see if it's magical? Indeed you can. I would like to do that very much. Can someone else make an arcana check to see if it's magical? (laughs) (laughs) What'd you roll? It's a six. (laughs) It's real shiny. I'll have a look. Oh, even with a plus eight, that's eleven. Um you don't sense anything coming off this key. Okay. It's very pretty. Did you say you had yarn? Yes. Yes, I did. I'd like to take a little bit of a little bit of yarn and put it around, put the key around my neck and tie it off so I don't lose it. What does yeah. a 17 do for Canna? Uh, you know for sure that this key is not magical. Although it is uh, forged um, with magical means, the key itself is not magic. Uncle Moro, this is a magical key and it brings you special... And he looks off to the side. Uh, treasures in the future! Yay! Merle does not believe him. <laughs> Guys, I think this is where they slap. <laughs> Perfect, beautiful. Um, 
Is there, can, Merle wants to look around and see if there's anything that it's obvious that this key would fit into if it's in this room. Uh, no, this is all goblin shit. This key's okay. kind of out of place. All right. All right, well, key grabbed in the uh, on the neck. It's a necklace key now. Famous okay. Key. What all else right. you guys do? And there, there is a tunnel that continues on, or you can go back. I'm going to head towards the tunnel. Let's go yes. all the way back. Let's just leave. Let's just get back. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Um, okay. Yeah, Merle will follow Jason down the tunnel. Okay, so as you guys go down the tunnel, you can see that this is definitely a place that's like better kept um, than the rest of the area. And uh, it's, well, you know, more trafficked, and you come upon uh, a big kind of metal door off to the side. Is there a hand? You can hear stuff on the other side. It's really loud. I'm going to put my ear against the door. Okay. Um, you hear kind of clamoring and um, uh, different uh, scraping sounds. Can you roll me a perception check? <laughs> yes, I can. Your key might open this door. It's a five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's real loud. <laughs> there's um, a bunch of shit going on in there. Guys, well, I think there's stuff on the other side of this door. Okay. Roll us to check for traps on the door. Because okay, go ahead. Investigate. <coughs> wow, that's a 15. One five. Okay, um, there is no traps on this door. It's just a door. Is there, is it locked? Do you try the handle? Yes. No, it's not locked. Okay. You guys want to go through this door? Let's do it. Okay, so with stealth, Merle wants to use stealth and open the door slowly and just peek inside. Roll me a stealth check. I shall. Cast grease on the hinges. (laughs) So that's an 18 plus 5. So 23. That should be a cantrip. Okay. Yeah, you, you kind of crack the door open and you can see inside, and this is a much larger room than before. You can see that there is a huge, like, metal thing in the middle of the room. It looks like a puppet, kind of. <gasps> and there are um, some uh, like metal uh, railings and bridgeways on along the walls. Uh, and some ladders leading up. There's goblins, uh, about five of them, kind of milling about uh, along those bridges. And there's a lot of tables with different tools and gadgets all over them. Mm. It looks like this might be a workroom. Puppet, 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 puppet. What's the ceiling situation look like? Puppet. Um, You can see that the, the puppet... The giant metal puppet is being controlled uh, by chains that they kind of go up in pulleys and are uh, uh, sort of draped over the bridges that are along the walls. They are very high up, though. It's about 50 feet up. Okay. Santa, no. It is a huge puppet. It's like 60 feet tall. Oh, Comes up a little bit above the bridges. 
You guys are going to have to fight this puppet. You know, no, we're going to seems... make friends with it. Okay. It's a puppet. <laughs> I feel like I'm in Contra or something. Some of my best friends have been puppets. <laughs> Aww. Aww. They turned into puppets, apparently. <laughs> yeah, right? Dang. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess Merle's going to just like hang back with his bow. He's trying to figure out if there's a way that he can sneak around. Um, it doesn't seem like it. It seems like uh, this is a workroom, and it's it doesn't really have any sort of like sneaky tunnels or Jason backways. Jason steps into the room and is like, "Knaves, what dastardly plots are you doing?" <laughs> Merle Merle falls back a little bit more, like you know, towards the wall. Coward. All right, you burst into the room. Yep. Okay, uh, as you walk in, you see the scene that I have described to Seth. And uh, you see the goblins up on the bridges kind of like jump in panic and they're like, ah! And you see them run over to the chains where the mech was and um, roll initiative. <laughs> yeah, Merle's climbing the ceiling. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. nice. 15 again. 15 again. 15 plus 7, 20. 22. 22? Okay, Jason. Uh, Nat 20 plus 8 is 28. Ooh. All right, yeah, you walk in, and with a Nat 20, I'm going to give you a bonus round. Big dick energy. He's just swinging. Kanak, you coming in? 23. Yeah. 23. Damn, you guys did good this round. Wait, Kanak. I have a plus 7. It's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Cannot Merle's gonna go oh, stealth. You you have advantage on stealth checks with all your with all your your cloak thing. The two of us could be stealthy on this one. All right, cool. You can even climb on my shoulders while I climb the walls. So do I roll again? Or, I mean, that was pretty. Hard. I don't know. I'm just. Uh, I'm that's just your initiative. You can. I mean, you decide when it's your turn yeah, what yeah. you do. If you're going to sneak around or. But that's just have means... similar initiatives. Yes. All right. So, Jason, you get a surprise round with your really awesome roll. Uh, you burst into the door. Everyone's, like, really shocked. And you see these, uh, uh, there's four goblins. Uh, you watch as one of them is uh, headed towards a back door. And uh, the other four go to grab the chains. They are 50 feet above you. Oh, yeah. Far's the way is the one that's trying to go for the door. Um, he's going to be towards the back, so he's like 50 feet above and like 30 feet away. It's like up and forward. Okay. And the puppet thing is on ground level? Yeah, it's on ground level. It's 60 feet tall. It's very big. Okay. Uh, I'm going to... I'm just going to cast Armor of Agathis on myself. I'm going like, to pull in the cold from around me and this like chill just seeps into my uh, armor and or my clothing and gathers around me. Cool. Okay. Uh, what exactly does that do? Uh, it gives me temporary hit points. It's I'm going to do it at level 2. Uh, so it's 10, but I'm also a frost-blooded giant thing, so that gives me my constitution modifier, which is 6. So I have Very 16 cool. more temporary hit points. Or temporary hit points. Um, okay. And if they hit me, they'll take that much cold damage until it's gone. Okay. Uh, so that's your turn? 
Yeah. Okay. And you did get a surprise round, so you actually get to go first because you still rolled the highest. Uh, I'm going to head in and uh, see if I can find something that in the room that would help me fight this puppet thing. Okay, um, roll me a perception check. Four. Four. Um, there is just, like, a lot of stuff covering all the tables. It would take a lot, like, more time to look into if you can find anything particularly useful. I'm just gonna get in front of it then and be its target. Okay. Yeah, keep it distracted. So, next is... Uh, it's going to be goblin number one. So this one is the one that's sort of, uh, if you're looking at this in a square, this one is the one that's going to be in like the bottom left. Um, and it pulls on a chain and you see its left foot rise into the air, this puppet. And it tries to stomp on top of you, Jason. Rude. Make me a dex check. How rude. Uh, ten. Yeah, it. Uh, you dive out of the way, and it uh, manages to clip you in your side, and you take. I don't know how bad. Okay, so that's four damage. It barely hits you. Nice. Uh, so it's going to take sixteen cold damage. Ooh, the uh the puppet. Yep. Um, so next is going to be Kanat. Uh, Kanat, you're next. I'm going to fire two arrows at uh, Goblin. Uh, <laughs> 27 and 24. Holy shit. Plus 7 for this attack. You're hitting the, the one that pulled on the chain last? Yeah, yeah, both arrows. Yeah, they both hit. For Wait, sure. was the first one a crit? No, it's a 16. 16 points of damage altogether. Okay. Uh, it it kind of like staggers back uh, with the arrow on its shoulder, and you're going, it <laughs> yanks on the chain again. But uh, it's just trying to get it to you know get back in place. Um. So next, oh, is two right? Sixteen total. Yeah, sixteen total. Okay, cool. All right. So next is going to be uh, Sophia. I am going to... Oh, I'm sorry, it's Merle. I'm so sorry, it's Merle. I'm not going to do anything then. We're also (laughs) sorry, it's Merle. Uh, (laughs) Um, What are you gonna do? Okay, so Merle, you said these guys are 50 feet in the air? Yes. And they would be about 20 feet away from you. All right, so Merle's going to climb up the wall. Uh, so still being stealthy, because he doesn't think he's been seen yet. Um, mm-hmm. He's going to climb up the wall and uh, and start making his way up the wall um, while still being able to see everything. So, like, not, like, behind necessarily, but, like, he's trying to climb up the wall behind the first goblin. Um, okay, so the one that just used yeah. the chain? Okay. Yeah, so they're all connected by bridges, right? 
Uh, yeah, it's kind of like a, a U shape that goes around this okay. uh, room. So yeah, he's uh, gonna, so roll me a stealth check. He's gonna make his way up there. Um, it's gonna take more than one round for him to get up there, but um, yeah, probably stealth check. Especially because stealthy movements half. Um, it is a fifteen. Um. Okay. Yep. You climbed the wall. Okay. Um, uh, so you use like all your movement to do that, or yeah. are you going to do something while you're doing that? Uh, I think. No, that's that's um that's going to be my uh. I'll ready. I will ready in action. I'll hold my. I'm gonna have my bow drawn out and I'll hold the action for a possible reaction or something. But I'm not gonna do anything. Okay. If you're ready in action, you do have to have a trigger. So what are you looking for? If someone targets me, I'm going to shoot them. Okay. Cool. All right. So then it is Sophia's turn. Okay. Um. How many goblins can I see? Uh. You've entered the room. I assume. Yeah. Okay, so there's uh, four goblins, and you see a, a fifth one uh, that is, like, running towards the back of the room. Okay, um, I'm going to aim at the one running towards the back of the room then first. I'm going to cast okay. Scorching Ray, and I just have um, three rays of it. So okay. the first one is 19 to hit and 12 damage. Ooh, nice, okay. And the second one is oh, only 11 to hit. That does not hit. Damn. Okay, and the third one is... Oh, a natural 20, so, um... Nice. Yes, it's 28 to hit. How, how are we calculating crits? Uh, you double the damage, but not your bonus to the damage. Okay, so then it's 14 damage. 14? Alright. Yeah, you see this one uh, just, like, get crippled by this hit. It's, like stumbles a lot and it kind of leans against the wall and it's barely holding on. Just still oh, trying awesome. to get to the door though. And then I guess I can send my steel defender in after him. Um, how far away from me is he? He is very far away. So they are up oh. and away from you. He's going to be 50 feet up and uh, 40 feet away. Right? Okay, then that isn't yeah. happening. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind then. That's my turn. Okay. So next is going to be, yeah, everyone's gone. So goblin number two. Uh, so this is the one that's going to be on your like lower right. And it's going to yank on its chain and it's going to try and step on Jason again. It completely whiffs. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, it, tries to like lift up this leg and stamp on you and it just like smashes into the ground next to you um and it's goblin number three so this one's going to be like the uh top left is gonna go and it's going to yank on the chain and you see this arm just sweep forward and um who is up next to jason uh i don't think anybody is. i don't think anybody is here not, not i no? okay nope. Okay, so it's going to make like a sweeping arc uh, through Jason's line, so... Yeah, make me a deck save. Uh, 17. Yeah, okay. So, 
It's almost better if it does hit you because it takes more damage than you do. Yeah. As long as it <laughs> does low damage, I'm okay. It is a puppet. How much damage is it going to take? Uh, it does. Uh, it does ten damage to you. Ooh, it nice. kind of like hits the top, the front of your armor, and like knocks you backward a little bit, and rattles takes you. Another sixteen. Yep. And I still have two, two left. So it'll take another. You have two left. What? Sorry. Two of my temporary hit points from the armor, so it'll. Oh, okay. Last through one more hit. So the last goblin is going to take another swipe in a big arc. Yep, roll me a deck save. Uh, no. Eight. The same line. Eight. So you are going to take uh, seven damage right. as it, it uh, hits your arm. Yep. And I'm out of the armor. And that's minus five. Right. Okay, so it is your turn again, Jason. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to look at the goblin that tried to stomp on me and say, better not luck next time. And I'm going to hit the <laughs> puppet with my axe. Okay. <laughs> or not. I'm going to just throw my axe across the room. <laughs> Did you roll one? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Oh, you take a swipe at it and uh, just completely missed a leg. I came stomping down last. Okay. So now it is going to be Gabo number one's uh, turn and he's going to yank on that chain and. Uh, Ooh, yep, he misses. Um, he's going to try and hit you again. He takes a big old stomp. Stomps right next to you. So it is Kanat's turn. Or, yeah. Yep, I'm going to throw an actions, action surge so I get three attacks for this round. I'm going to shoot that one uh, goblin with three arrows. Which one? The one that's running or the one that has been damaged already? Uh, the one that's running with a natural 20, an 18, and a, a 16. So 26, 27, and a 24. So the way fighter works is you get two attacks per action at that level. Yeah. And then so you'll get another action, which means you'll have two more attacks, which means you have four attacks. Yeah, you actually have four. Uh, let me fire that next one here. So 18 plus 7, so 24. How many access charges do you get? I get one, so I get four attacks this round. So I've got one critical, an 18, a 19, 17, and uh, mm-hmm. 18. Yeah, those all fucking hit. Yeah, one of them does double damage, so I'll keep that separate. So that gets 2D. You're throwing so a hand axe? No, my arrows. No. Oh, right, you have arrows. Okay. <laughs> Merle's like bird's eye view. He's like, holy shit. <laughs> that kid's like... I dropped all the dice at once and I was like, oh my god! Starts uh, making a smiley face. <laughs> I got you, Uncle Merle! <laughs> uh, uh, 21 for the first one. 
It's dead. dead. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you, just, you, shoot you just shoot it in... You shoot it in the back of the neck, and it just, like, completely collapses on the ground. Oh, Ichiro takes, like, a more and just, like, keeps dragging it until it hits the wall. <laughs> How much damage? How much damage? Uh, 19 extra damage. Okay. That's how you do it, Uncle Merle! <laughs> but because you rolled an at 20, like, you fire all these shots off, like, rapid fire, and, like, the first one hits in the back of the neck, and before it hits the ground, it just gets, like, riddled with the other three arrows, and it's like, shit, like, <laughs> the air, and falls onto the ground. Side note, you guys ever noticed how no one ever gets riddled with something good? Like, you're never riddled with kindness, or, like... Riddled with He's balloons. riddled with chocolate. It's, like, it's always like it's always like you know arrows or bullets or aids or something. Oh, I just rolled all my good rolls, so I'm probably gonna suck for the rest of the night. So. Oh, you did a very good kill on this goblin. That might have been a scout. Right, Merle feels so... really. Merle's trying to be quiet. He feels really bad. He would be yelling like "great fucking job," but instead he's trying to be quiet. So. He'll, he'll give you a, a, a pat on the back and an attaboy later. All right, so it is Merle's turn. God, I wish um, I had a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. Merle's gonna finish that climb up to the up to the railing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the the goblin that he's closest to, the one that's controlling the bottom left, is controlling one of the feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he's gonna put one arrow into him, um, and it's mm-hmm. gonna be the glowing arrow. Because um, that's okay. what he has on his. Um, so the arrow with light on it, um, and he's attacking um, with uh, um, with uh, sneak attack. Uh, um, so you're sneaking with the arrow that's lit up. I know, right? <laughs> so thirteen plus ten, twenty-three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you definitely hit. Um, so 1d8 and 2d6. Uh, 8, uh, 14 plus, uh, so 19 all day damage. 19 damage? Yes. Yeah, you, you shoot this goblin in the, uh, the stomach and it, uh, doubles over and it looks like it's pretty badly injured. Also enlightened. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> yeah, it's it's glowing. Its stomach is glowing. We can just so, swing him along as uh, our light now. For the, <laughs> instead of using the second attack, I'm just gonna I'm gonna put my bow away and draw my sword, and that'll be the end of my action. Okay. So after Merle is Sophie. Um, yeah, okay, so the next closest goblin I will hit with Ray of Sickness. Um, so that I need a constitution save from the DC 16. Uh, you're attacking the one that Merle just attacked? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Constitution save. Oh no, sorry, I have to make a ranged spell attack against it first because oh, okay. I'm a genius. Yeah. <laughs> so if it hits, then I will need that constitution save as well. Um sixteen to hit? Yes, that will hit. 
Okay, so that's six six poison damage, and then what was nice. the constitution save? Uh, it's a ten. <laughs> okay, so it's also poisoned into the end of its next turn. Alright, and you said nine damage? Yes. Uh, yeah, you, you uh, suit this ray at the goblin, and you see him, like, turn even more green than he already is. <laughs> and he sort of, like, shrivels up and falls to the ground. Oh, excellent. Thank yeah. you. He's the gone. kids are killing everything. <laughs> Murder kids. <laughs> Murder kids. Sounds like a great band name. Murder kids. As long as there's not a comma. <laughs> yeah, right. Murder kids. Murder kids. <laughs> okay. A, so after Sophie. That's my pen. Uh, yep. Okay, so you guys killed this one. So, uh, the goblin that is sort of, like, um, at the top left, he's going to swing, and he's going to try and hit um, the caster this time. So he's going to make a wide arc uh, along Sophie's line. Um, Is anyone else, like, in line with her? Uh, Hi. I'm with no, I don't think so. I just wanted to check. Uh, he misses. He makes a big old swipe and doesn't hit anything. Huh. And sort of crashes into the wall. And then uh, the one in the uh, top right is going to also make a swipe at you. And he misses. I'm just rolling too bad. <laughs> uh, he takes a big old swipe at you and it crashes into the other wall and does nothing. So the last goblin's gonna make a big old stomp and try and hit Jason. Alright, roll me a deck save. Did Jason get a go, Mr. Yeah, you went first. You went first. You you did a lot of damage to the first goblin. Uh twenty-one. Twenty-one. Uh yeah, yeah, you you make it so. I'm sorry, the, the puppet, the puppet. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, so you, you tried to hit it with the axe and the axe and you the, missed. You the axe did oh, right. a great yeah. miss. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you uh, managed to dodge out of the way of this foot and fine. Alright. So now it's back up to your turn, Jason. Alright, uh, I'm gonna try and hit it again then. Uh, I'm gonna be like, hey, stupid goblins, focus on me. <laughs> um, uh, which one are you shooting at now? The the one that you were shooting before is not dead. Uh, no, I'm swinging at one of the arms. Oh, I'm sorry, the puppet. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, eighteen to hit. Uh, that will hit. Yeah. <sighs> Twelve damage. Twelve damage. Yeah, you dean your uh, axe off the side of it and. You see a pretty sizable dent in, in the leg. Hard solid. <laughs> Alright. Uh, so now it's going to be Kanaf's turn. Me! Uh, I'm going to fire two arrows at the wounded goblin. Which ones? They're yeah, all. Are we killed all two goblins, and the so rest are totally fine. The, fur- the furthest one, or uh, the. Closest one to me. Okay. 
Got it. Yeah, that's going to be the uh, top left one. That's a 23. That'll hit. 22. That will hit as well. 11 for the first one. Mm -hmm. And six for the second one. All right. Oh, sorry, 17. That's our firing at the same 17 time. damage? Yep. Okay, so, yeah, you shoot this arrow at the, the two arrows at the goblin, and it sort of, like, jerks around a little bit, and it looks like it hurt pretty bad. Ha! So, it is Merle's turn. It is Merle's turn. Okay, um, so, um, Merle is up on the platform. Now, how far away is the next goblin on the platform? Uh, so you are up on the platform by the one you just killed? Yes. Okay, so the one that is, um, like, in the top left, he's going to be about, like, ten feet away. He's not very far at all. Okay, so with stealth, Merle wants to try and sneak up on that one and cut his fucking head off. Whoa. Okay, roll me a stealth check. Uh, the stealth check's not great. It's, uh, 13. You think you're very sneaky as you approach this <laughs> goblin. Okay, um, store Do you get an actual bonus if you are stealth? I'm not sure how that works. Um, I think... I mean, I don't... Uh, actually, sneak it, uh, stealth for sneak attacks doesn't matter for me anymore because I'm a swashbuckler, so I get... That's what I was wondering. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll still, I think I would have, uh, I think I would have advantage on the attack, which would allow me to use sneak attack, but I don't need yeah. advantage on the attack to use sneak attack now because I'm a swashbuckler. Um, so Merle, sword in hand, is just going to go over and start attacking this particular goblin. Okay. Take a swipe. All right. Do, do, do. Take a swipe. Do, do, um, do. <laughs> 18 on the die, 28 all day. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Uh, not 28, 20, uh, 25 all day. Uh, Still hit. Okay, so... It's the goblin. <laughs> that's uh, D8 and 2D6 there, dude. Let's see what that does. Hey, buddy. Uh, six, uh, 14... Plus five is nineteen points of damage. Nineteen points of damage. You are you using a sword. I'm using a long sword. Yep. How do you do it? Um, <laughs> am I am I killing it? It's a dying. Oh yeah, it's dead. <laughs> so um, Merle, kind of at like a, on like a quick run, like almost a dash, comes by and just like with a single-handed flourish, just like slings the blade across its neck and finishes up with the sword directly in the air, pointing upwards. Alright, and it collapses to the ground. It's almost like a disco move, like you came in just Shane! <laughs> okay. Shane, or shot! Uh, it is Sophie's turn. <laughs> okay, um... How many is up now? Is it just one? So there are two goblins on like the right side of the room as you're mm -hmm. facing, and they are completely healthy. Oh, not for long then. Um, <laughs> I am going to cast 
pretty sure one has high triglycerides. I'm going to cast Witch Bolt at one of them. Um, and that is going to be... Um, hang on. Oh, oh, am I being an idiot? Yeah, sorry, I am being an idiot. That's not good. Yeah, range spell attack, so that's 27 to hit. Oh yeah, um, so which one are you hitting? Uh, the one in the front or the back? Uh, the one in the back. Okay. And then when I find the right dice. So this turn, oh no, that's the wrong dice, fuck. This turn, it takes four damage. Four damage, alright, yeah. yeah. You see it kind of like stumble a little bit. It kind of mm -hmm. singed its hair. Yeah, and I'm like basically continuing to be attached to it by the bolt, so it will take the a d12 of damage each turn now. Oh damn! All right, cool. Yeah, it's it's not too concerned right now, but okay, it stuff's will be. a coming. Let me change. All right, <laughs> all right. So it is going to be uh, that one's turn, the one that you just attacked. Mm -hmm. And it's going to sort of change position and try and bring the arm up and hit uh, Merle that's up on the bridge. So, great, right, Merle, make me a deck save. Yes, I shall. <laughs> Eleven plus six, so seventeen. Ooh. So you only take four damage as it like barely clips your shoulder and smashes into the wall. I, I, sneer at, I sneer at the goblin and I say, you're next. <laughs> okay, and it is the goblin in the front turn. He's going to try and stomp on Jason still. What a jerk face. And he misses. <laughs> mean. <laughs> he makes a big ol' yank, the big ol' foot comes up, and smashes right where it was. Does nothing. Uh, so then it's gonna be Jason's turn. Uh, there's only one left? There's two goblins left. Oh. Mm -hmm. They're both on your right side as you're looking up. I thought you were about to take a slug from that bottle. <laughs> okay, there he goes. Yeah. <laughs> Smart move. Fifteen-year-old uh, scratch from the bottle guy. <laughs> and I got some backwash in there. God, have right. some class. How tall is the puppet? <laughs> yeah, you might... It's sixty feet tall. I'm gonna start climbing the puppet. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll me a strength check. Much Unless you have a climbing speed. <laughs> if, uh, athletic. Yeah, it could be athletics. Sure. Um, let's see. That's a. It's only a hundred pounds of bell. Oh. Yep. You you climb right up it. Um, how far can you go? What's uh, your speed? Thirty feet. Thirty feet. Yep. You climb right about up to its belly. Um, there's plenty of places to grab on. There's like big old bolts, and uh, it's sort of hammered together with a bunch of like sheets of metal. Yeah, I'm gonna just find right a up. place to hold on and hold on for the next round. 
Cool. You do that. So then it is Merle's turn. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Kanat's. It's Kanat's first. Uh, the one that he pointed at and said that he that one was next, I'm going to fire at that one. <laughs> I'm okay. assuming he pointed yeah. at that one. <laughs> yeah. Nat 20 and a 5. <laughs> so, uh, one of those hits. Yeah, one of I wonder what. guess which one. Another one's a critical 27, and the other one is not a critical. But, uh, 12. Uh, so, <laughs> obviously one shoots long, and one of them mm-hmm. goes, oh shit, 12, 18, uh, 24. Nice, yeah. You should just see in the leg, and it stumbles around and uh, lets some of the chain out a little bit. It's still standing. Still standing. I'm just trying to help Merle. I mean, Uncle Merle. I'm an adult. I'm still standing. I'm an adult. (laughs) (laughs) Nice shot, kid. (laughs) All right. So after Kanat, it is Merle. Um, So Merle's by the one that had control of one of the arms, right? It's dead, um, though. It's dead, but the chains are. Yeah. So, um, how? What? What kind of action would Merle have to take to be able to maneuver these arms? Like, how's that going to work? I would say it is going to be a strength check to yank onto the arm in the right way. Okay. So, I wanna. Uh, can I use that arm to hit the one that's still that that got that just got shot in the leg? Is yep. that in like is that possible? It is possible. Okay. So you can Merle, tell it's possible. It might be a little difficult. It would be easier to hit the other one, the one that's undamaged, because it's an arm. So what you're gonna have to do is like rotate around and hit kind of almost behind you, as opposed to just sort of to the side. Right. All right, so Merle's gonna attempt to uh, he'll hit the he'll hit the one with the leg, then the one that looks like it's an easier target. Um, okay. Uh, let's see, strength check. Yeah. Pull on that chain. Seventeen on the die plus three. Yeah, yeah. You you Feel ain't strong. on the chain, and it swings, and the goblin's gonna make its own little deck save, and it fails. You are going to smash this thing. I'll let you roll the damage. That's 1d10 plus 4. Right. Hey guys, now we know how much damage it does. <laughs> so it's 10 damage all day. Alright. Yeah, it, it sort of like almost dodges out of the way, but then it gets like a, uh, its side crushed against the wall. It's like, ah! <laughs> okay. Oh. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then it's going to be uh, Sophie's turn. Yeah, um, the one that I had my witch bolt attached to, is he still up? Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> barely, but yes. Okay, cool. Um, then I'm going to roll that d12. Oh, one damage. Damn. Oh. Man, okay. Yeah. He sort of gets like a skin knee. <laughs> oh. Well, that, that kind of hurts, so. Yeah, he's like, it didn't break the skin, but. Ow. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like the family guy. Yeah. The guy where Peter's just like. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is that. Uh, that is my turn. Though, right? Oh, that's it? Oh, I can't use my actions to do anything else. I probably should have cast it with a higher level spell slot, but there we go. That's fine. Remember, okay. you got all those really, really high spell slots, too. I know, I'm <laughs> saving them for something special, like a graveyard. <laughs> Alright, this one... Uh, so, Jason's still on the ground. Um, Sophie, you're up by Seth, right? And same with you, Kanat? Yep. Uh, yeah, we're Wait, Sophie, how'd you get up there? Actually, oh, no, no, I don't think I am. I think no, I'm no, still no. by the entrance. I'm, still I'm just chilling. I'm by, okay, the so. I'm by the entrance because I can shoot really far. That's right. I'm the only That's one right. up on the platform. Okay, sorry. Okay, so then the uh, goblin that you all have been beaten on is going to yank on his chain and he's going to try and hit Merle. He doesn't uh, he yanks on the chain really hard, but it, it's quite an effort, and you see him just sort of swaying the arm. It doesn't go all the way, though. I tell him it's all right, bud. One in every four men. <laughs> it's perfectly acceptable. All right. <laughs> and the uh, the other goblin's going to go, and he's going to take a big old stomp. And please, God, can I hit Jason just once? No, no, I cannot. <laughs> Makes a big old stomp and misses you. Well, I'm, oh, wait, I'm climbing it, so yeah. So yeah, he's going to make a stomp and try and like shake you off, but it okay. didn't work. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to like get you to fall down. So then it's going to be your turn, Jason. All right, I'm going to continue climbing. Climb, climb, climb. Uh, that's a... Uh... 22. 22, yep. You easily climb right up there. Um, not a big deal. You reach the top of the mech if you're going to go your full speed. Yeah. Or are you going to go across the arm? What's your plan? Uh, no, I'm going up to the top. You are on top of the mech. King of the hill. Woohoo! <laughs> now what? I'm just going to sit there for a second. It was a good climb. <laughs> Just appreciate what happens. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I'm number one. So is that it for your turn? Yep. Okay. All right, it's Kanat's turn. I'm going to fire two arrows at uh, the nearest one near Merle that he's trying to attack. Okay. Always trying to set, you know, the example for father. Jesus. <laughs> uh, I don't think he used the right word. Yeah, that would be daddy. Yeah, 24. Daddy. <laughs> and uh, 17. Oh, they both hit. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, that'd be 9 and 12. So 21. Uh, yeah, 21. yeah. How do you want to do it? Uh, straight through the head. Both arrows as I'm making eye contact with Uncle Merle. <laughs> Winking at him. <laughs> yeah, this uh, this goblin just sort of like jerks around as both arrows make like an X through his head, and he falls to the ground. Why can't you do anything else, Uncle Merle? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Merle's turn. <laughs> Jesus Christ! 
Um, how far am I away from this last surviving one? Should I should always um, so it. it's kind of like uh, you're in like the the top left, so you would have to make like a like a U, um, but it's only like probably about twenty feet away if you were to run the whole bridge. Okay, so I do that. Right. Um, no, I'm sorry, it's thirty five. Thirty five because thirty five. Yeah. Oh, it's just outside. You have to go in the corner. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. I will, I will uh, drop, uh, sheath my sword and pull out my bow again and make one attack since I'm not going to get both, um, and uh, mm -hmm. and put a put an arrow into that uh, into that particular goblin. Uh, do, 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 do. It's gonna be yes. stuck in my head forever now. Yeah, it's been stuck <laughs> in my head for at least a week. Um, Twenty-seven, twenty-seven to hit. Definitely hits. You're welcome, listeners. Right? Yeah, now it's stuck <laughs> in uh, everyone. Not, not. <laughs> Mine's the cake version too. So I've got the like like the, yeah. the weird like uh, like mechanical like I like a girl with <laughs> I'm gonna so. send you all what I've got stuck in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Is it cupcake? No, sorry. <laughs> drowning pool of bodies. That's what's <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, fourteen damage uh, on that on that hit. Oh yeah, that that does a pretty good hit on him. He uh, stumbles around and he's just barely clinging clinging onto this chain and uh, hoping to get you one last time. And of course, while I was doing it, I was just maintaining eye contact with Kanat. <laughs> oh, okay. Don't worry, I'll finish my turn. I'll go romance. <laughs> All right, Sophie. Love story going on here. Is this the one that's still attached to my... Um... No, that one died. Oh. Yeah, sorry, man. Uh, I'm not wasting a spell slot then. And I got oh, that yeah. one. Uh oh, but I'm going to get a natural 20. Um, Ooh, what are you doing? Let's see. When I reach fifth level, it's 2d10. Because it's a firebolt. Firebolt. Or a gold. Where's another D10? There it is. That is seven damage. Seven. All right. Yeah, this thing is just barely holding on. It's looking around for like an escape route, but you guys are in between it and it's the door in the back. It. And so it's like, and it's gonna make one final pull on the chain. It's going to try and hit you, Sophie. No. <laughs> Legs, no! Roll me a deck save. Six deck, six, six, six deck. Eleven, no, wait, eleven plus something. <laughs> uh, I think it's plus four. It is plus four, 15. Okay. So you're just, oh, man, so you're gonna take seven points of damage. It just barely clips you as it smashes into the wall. Okay. Sophia, your audio is amazing, by the way. I don't hear any like weird leaving. It's very good. That's probably the best. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this okay, whole recording, uh, God. <laughs> All right, 
Jason's turn. All right. Uh, how far is it from the head to the platforms? Uh, if you're just trying to get to like the goblin, it's only about 15 feet away. If you want to run across like the arm, I guess you could try and like go across the chain to get to the platform and that'd be about 10 feet away. But you'd have to either run on the chain or use the chain to like move yourself. They're not like touching the platforms with its arms or anything. Alright. Uh, yeah, I'll try to run along the chain. Alright. That's gonna be an acrobatics check. What? You're running totally. across a tightrope, basically. Totally an acrobatics check. <laughs> Don't let him try to jump. talk you out of it, Lee. Don't if it's jumping, it's an athletics check. Yeah, I should probably jump. Good jump. I always if you have jump to... into athletics. I always have to yeah, I'll fight jump. The okay. Let him do the cool thing. Come on, man. Let him <laughs> try. But I have expertise with athletics, and I don't have anything with acrobatics. <laughs> He's doing That's cool pretty thing. good. Running and jumping with a freaking axe above his you head. Know, you, what you should say is you're doing cartwheels across the thing, and that, that would... <laughs> uh, 28 jump. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you definitely... Easily traverse the from the top of the head over onto the platform. Uh, that's your movements. Yeah, and I'm gonna swing at it. If a twenty-eight doesn't make job. it, then we're all fucking screwed. Uh, fourteen to hit. Fourteen to hit. That doesn't hit. I figured. <laughs> You take a swipe at this goblin, it sees you like running across the arm and then making a huge leap, and it goes, ah, and it dives out of the way, and lets go of the chain, and uh, falls against the wall, and you, you just barely miss him. Dun, dun, dun. Surrender! <laughs> yeah, I know. Alright, it's Kanat's turn. Uh, I'm gonna shoot the one that's near to give Merle. you that kill. <laughs> it's only one left. There's only one left, and it's the one that's next to Jason. Are we still locked eyes? Are we still keeping eye contact during this? Yes, it's like the... the, the then you roll at like disadvantage, because you're not oh. looking. <laughs> okay, so... You can look at him after you fire, but well, if yeah, you're yeah, like yeah, keeping the... eye contact... Okay. No, 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 okay, no, no, no. That's fine. <laughs> 21 and 17. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and 17 together. Yeah, this thing goes right down. You shoot it right between the eyes. Falls to Ar the ground. Arkamuro, that's three. What's <laughs> uh, two, uh, three? Combat's I'm over. I'm just going to slowly turn my gaze to Kanata. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you kill Steel? <laughs> You're number one? <laughs> um, I'm totally looting goblin corpses. Alright, so you're gonna go around and start checking the pockets of the goblins? Yes, ma'am. Uh, I'm gonna Roll check the crowd. I guess percept. Um, no, investigation. You're checking somewhere specific. I I'm checking every everywhere down here at the bottom, like barrels or anything that seems to be sitting around. Oh. Okay, I so roll me a perception. <laughs> okay, we're going to start with Merle. Sorry, Merle. 15. 15, so... That's pretty good. You find a lot of the sort of trinkets that you had found before. A lot of, like, bits of hair and shiny yeah. bits of rock and claws. And then you also find 
in one of the pockets of the goblin, you find a small, like, little skull oh of a bird that's filled with gold and silver shavings. Interesting. That's a powerful spell right there. Uh, you, Ooh, you can actually, tell that the, the eyes have been sort of painted over with like a, a glue so that the shavings don't come out of it. That might be something that I end up giving to Sophie because she probably knows what to do with it. I actually have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, perfect. Okay, so Kanat, what were, what were you rolling? You rolled a perception just to look around? Perception to uh, 19. 19. Yeah. That's pretty good still. Alright, so roll me a d100. Oh, this is on ground level, because I never really left the front area. Uh, 83. Yeah, they're like really, really good. Well, right. I think they start at 16. <laughs> I don't think they get much lower than 16. No, no. I've got like a 4 and a... 12. Okay, so as you're looking at the different tables and barrels, you start to notice that the items on these tables seem to be um, what might be test subjects or experiments. Um, not necessarily animals, but, you know, sort of uh, untested things. And you find a small box that has in, like, really janky writing, it says Insta-tree. And on the top of it, and you open it up, you see that there is a seed inside, a big seed. Oh, uh, uh, I look around. Uncle Jason, look what I found for you. Know, I, I stumble a little bit as I run up towards him, and I hand him the box, and I'm like, "Here you go." And I look at. Uncle oh. So, Jason, you see this? It is a small green box with like golden letters on top, but it's like really crude writing still. Mm. It says uh, "Insta Tree." Ooh. And it's got like a big old um it's not an acorn, it's a like a pine nut inside. Ooh. Cool. Uh, uh, but it's like Merle, real big, it's like that big. Uh, Uncle Merle un Uncle Seth kept me safe, so he gets th th this this box. Uncle who? Uh, uh, Uncle Jason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, thanks, so kid. we've got Seth search. We've got Kelly search. Anyone else gonna look around? Nope. Jason doesn't want any of this shit. What about you, Sophie? <laughs> cool kid, um, thanks and throw the box. I'm pretty I'm <laughs> think I'm pretty happy with this skull right now. I don't think I need to look for anything else. <laughs> just a just a DM question to Kelly here. If a spell says for a component it needs a gilded skull, but it doesn't specify a humanoid skull, I can use doesn't a bird matter. skull, right? Oh yeah! Summon undead and a few Here I come. Wonderful. I love that. that no, I got my animate dead, I got my summon undead. No. Summon undead birds. If it's a bird. Right. <gasps> be a bunch of shit oh, yeah. words, so think about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I that'll do, be great. I do make things a little Wonderful. bit Wonderful. So it could be birds, it could be if you have a snake head, or if you have a human head, remember, I'd have a collection of heads if I were you. 
Oh, oh, shit. I, oh, thank you. Thank you for giving me a... Uh, we have to take some goblin body parts and remember to bring those back <gasps> oh, to the actually, bear. Actually, can, I, can I have a goblin head? Can I oh have a goblin head, please? Uh, yeah, oh, okay. Um, actually, Merle tosses down... Remember, I, I beheaded one? Uh, yeah, you see? I mean, it's all so, uh, so Merle just grabs it by uh, its goblin ear or something and just kind of like flings it over the side to you. Welcome Thank to Crumpets you. and Kerosene, my favorite murder. <laughs> <laughs> He's already beheaded it. It would be rude not to. Right. Now we've got to clean the skull then. Yeah. We have to hang it up and dry it out in the sun. <laughs> Where's my melon baller? Is there anywhere in this room that looks like it could fit this key that I have around my neck? Full perception check. Good lord. Yes, yeah, right in the back of the head of this creature. <laughs> That's an 18 plus. So if it's in here, I see it. Okay, so you're looking around the room and you're looking at the different trunks and locks and stuff on the tables. You don't see anything that would fit this, but you do find a couple of interesting items. Do you oh, want really? to investigate? I do want to investigate. He's like, okay, no. I don't want you guys to miss out on treasure. So. <laughs> So that investigation is a 17. Okay, so when you are searching over by the, um, uh, like, the forge area of this area of the room, yeah, you find a uh, long, or sort of long wooden box. It's like a rectangle, and it looks kind of out of place in this room. It's a... It's like really well crafted and it's polished and it's sort of surrounded by a bunch of different tools. You also find a table that is covered in um, like different doll parts and uh, clothes and sewing needles and different kinds of experiments. What do you investigate first? Uh, well, the box first for sure, but um, I'm gonna have to, I'm probably gonna shout down to Sophie like, hey, you might wanna get up here and check this out. I want the doll parts. I want the doll parts so bad. Um, but yeah, I'll investigate the box for sure. Okay. Uh, so when you open it up, you see inside there is a flintlock pistol inside what? of it. And it is really well crafted. It's got like, um, it's made of like a nice, like dark iron and it's got like gold fittings on it. And it's a little bit strange. You see that there is, um, at the end of the barrel, where there's usually, like, the uh, the start of the rifling, um, yeah. there is a gold ring that seems to have been welded onto the end of it. And underneath the gun in this box, there is ten uh, small uh, musket rounds. Like, uh, just round of bullet oh, rounds. Yeah. Huh. Um... Can I make an arcana check to see if I know if there's any magic to it? Yeah. Arcana check, here we go. A boudet poot 2.0. It's a 16. Uh, so you can tell that there is magic coming off of the, uh, uh, the rounds, and that there is a little bit of magic coming off of the gun itself, but you're not quite sure what it is. I cast Identify! You can do that? Alright. 
<laughs> Yay, because I want to tell you everything about this thing. I worked so hard on it. <laughs> Casted. All right, so this is um, uh, what somebody might call a hand cannon. Uh, it is a regular flintlock gun, but on the end of it is a ring of uh, disenchantment. So uh, when you cast identify, you also realize that these um, the the rounds that are in the box are actually enchanted cannonballs, and they have been shrunk down to be fired <gasps> from the gun. So when you fire this gun, they will pass through the reign of disenchantment, growing to their full size of a cannonball. Awesome. That's Amazing. cool. You can tell that they probably will do a lot of damage. Uh, you're looking at 2d12 Holy plus shit. 8. You uh, only I, have 10 rounds, though. I give Sophia the cloak so she can fly up to uh, Akamuro. Oh, well, Uncle Merle's probably on the ground at this point and investigating the tables and such. Yeah, okay, yeah, so. Hmm. That's I cool. Give, I give her the cape anyway. It's your turn! Yay! <laughs> I'm gonna fly over to where the doll parts are. <laughs> okay. That's Robot all you can there. glean from this. Did you want to know anything else? Does anyone see a crowbar one? down there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's crow. There, there's a crowbar. You probably find one somewhere. It's like three crows the stuck together, stretched. <laughs> yeah, it's not great, but it's a crowbar. Do you want it? I don't nothing here. Yeah. yeah, take it. <laughs> Sweet, I got a hooked weapon now. All right, so Sophia, you're investigating the uh, sort of doll area. Oh yes, I am. Okay. Roll me a d20. 29. Okay. Yeah, so it takes you a little while, but you uh, realize that there is a needle of unusual size amongst Ooh. these doll parts. It is huge, and the eye of the needle looks like it could be a handle. Okay. Um, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to investigate it. Um, I think I can cast Identify as well, actually. So I'm going to do that. That would be good. <laughs> I need to take Identify so we all have Identify. <laughs> no, wait. Why do I think I have Identify? I do not have Identify. I have Detect Magic. That's not the same. No, but I will investigate it instead. You certainly could do that. Yeah. I, can, I mean, I can identify it for you if you want. I've got two more spell slots. Okay. Well, I got a dirty 20, so maybe that's enough. Uh, you, I mean, you can definitely tell that it has some magical properties to it. You feel like you are familiar with these properties as well. Uncle Mel, Uncle Mel, Uncle Mel, tell me what it does. All right, so Merle cats identify on it. Burn those slots, burn them. <laughs> oh, we're going to take <laughs> a long gonna have to like, this. Yeah, you're going to have to hole up in some room. We'll roll for that next time. But um, so this is a... Uh, crafter's needle. It is. It can be used as a rapier, so it does 1d8 plus your dex for damage. Um, and it has a permanent infusion of radiate, radiant weapon on it. 
this is a magical tinkers tool that allows you to duplicate any learned and cast infusion a new time once per day. So if you cast an infusion on something, you can mm. replicate that infusion on a different object. Oh, awesome. Can you learn one that's already been cast? No, you have to already know this infusion. So you have to know this infusion, cast it on an object, and then you can replicate that infusion onto a new object. Uh, and um, also once per 24 hours, you can use this needle to ch change the appearance of your garments. Oh, yes. Doesn't give you a bonus, it's just cool. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. Do you have like, um, like a link or anything for the items? like? So I, I made it up. I will send okay. you the text that I have. All right, cool. Then I'll make an item for it on here. Let me tell you, it was hard making an artificer item. <laughs> well, this is very cool, so thank you. <laughs> no problem. Um, that's all you guys find in this room, though. Uh, you do find a crowbar if you're digging around. I mean, you can find like a lot of different items in here. Do you want to roll your own perception check, Jason? Oh, sure. I'm great at those. I think what she's saying is there's more shit in here, bro. Let's go. Oh, hey, 18. Eight, ooh, nice. Okay, so. Uh, roll me a D100. Uh, roll me two D100 rolls. Percentage ooh. rolls. Fancy. That is a 16. And a 69. Nice. 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 Classic. Oh my god, I'm so glad you got this one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I got way too excited about this one. But it's okay, reversed. so <laughs> you have found a box of um uh it's kind of a long rectangular box and on the outside it just says penguins. What? And it has a picture of a, a crude drawing of a penguin on it. And you open it up? Yeah. There is one pellet inside of it. It's just a round pellet that's black and white. Okay. Is it an owl pellet? Oh. It is not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And with your other roll, I'm sorry, what was your other roll? Um, the first one was 16, second one was 69. Okay, yeah. So, um, as you're investigating uh, the different uh, tables and stuff, you find a knife that has uh, a pretty, like, elaborate, um, uh, what do you call it? Like a sheath? Yeah, a yeah. sheath. And on it, it says, Torture's Knife. But the torture word is scratched out, and it says safety knife above it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay. So it's a torture safety knife? Mm-hmm. And that's what you find. It's right. safe for the person using it. It's true. Every knife is safe if you hold it correctly. You will not right. injure yourself while torturing. And that's what you guys things. find. Fantastic. Hey, thank you. And we continue on. Just kidding. Not tonight. Yes. I think that is where we're going to end it tonight. We've got a good battle. We got some good traps and some good loot. 
Yay, we should take a long rest. <laughs> yes, in I think... In the middle uh, of the goblin house. Why, I'm still fine. I, I think that next time we'll have to <laughs> talk about... Unless unless you, do you guys want to try and uh, uh, hole up a room for the next time? Yeah, we um, yeah, sure. we'll probably try to hold up in here. In here? Okay. I would imagine, yeah. Can you guys, uh, uh, who's, like, checking the doors and stuff? That would be Merle. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, roll me a survival. Okay. That would be a 12 plus 7, so a 19. Yeah, so you can tell that um, this is an area that uh, now that you've killed the scout and uh, sort of cleared it out, it it hasn't been trafficked in a little while. So you could probably hold in here. It's probably wise to have a, a watch set up, though. Okay. I gave my watch away a couple episodes ago. <laughs> Indeed you did. You did, didn't you? <laughs> That's pretty funny, actually. So as long as you guys have a rotating watch at night, you can take a long rest before the next okay. session. Okay. Okay, cool. Long rest it is. Excellent. Okay. Yep. And I think that's where we're going to end it for tonight. You guys can take a little nap in the Goblin Cave. It doesn't sound that restful, but you'll still get a full rest anyway. <laughs> and <laughs> we'll, we'll do the rest of the dungeon next time. Oh, night. <laughs> night. Good night. Bye, you. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you all for listening to Crumpets and Kerosene. Download next week's episode to find out what happens to our gamers. You can find and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere that you find podcasts. You can find all of our social media accounts on our website, crumpetsandkerosene.com. And there you can send us a message with comments or suggestions for the show. We'd also really love it if you would leave us a review on iTunes. Sound effects are sourced from freesound.com and Vegas Pro 17, and all of our editing is done in-house. Special thanks to Iron Heed for letting us use their song Heroes off of their album Enter the Dungeon as the intro and outro to our show. So we have... I mean, I got a guy who does a killer, Scott's, you know, Scott well, I, I don't, I don't uh, want them to, like, try to, like... You know, always do it. I want it to be their natural, actual. He's a he's a Wallace, though. I mean, that counts for something. <laughs> I mean, if we can hold it the entire session, and then even when we're just bullshitting, <laughs> just all the time, dude. Yeah, he has to hold it. Time. He has to hold it hundred percent. And it, during like a, a a special, we release. He's actually just American, and it's like, what the so, fuck? So we-